Trying, I'm coming after you. All right, guys, I'm sure everybody heard that. And uh, welcome, everyone, to the TXR podcast. And I hope everybody in the chat is doing well and getting ready to kick back with us. This is show number 142. I'm your trusted host, Invader, and we've got a lot on the docket to discuss tonight because it's been an amazing, amazing amount of news that's popped up over the past week. And it's amazing how as soon as the show ends on Sundays, Monday rolls around, and there's all kinds of announcements happening. So we got some really exciting things going on uh, to talk about in the Xbox camp. But first, let me get into uh, the panel. Let me introduce everybody. And I'll start with Centurion. How are you doing, buddy? I'm doing good, man. It's Sunday night. It's the Xbox Roundtable, and it is time to hashtag bleed green. I mean, it is definitely a good time to be a gamer, and it is an even better time to be an Xbox fan. I hope you guys are pumped for next week, man, because I'm pumped for next week. I'm pumped. I'm super pumped, man. I can't wait. wait. <clears throat> What's next week? <laughs> <laughs> Please tell me you're not talking about the show that happens this week. Well, it's considered. Well, okay. If you, you factor in this Sunday is the start of the new week, then yes. Okay. Just that's why I'm okay. Never mind. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, no, it's only a few days away, so, like, what, four days? So, very, very close by. Dude, it sucks, though. I have to work. Yeah, me too. I mean, like, me. I, everybody, everybody's, like, having all these parties, like, oh, we're going to watch it together. Everybody tune in. And it's like, great. I have to avoid Twitter the entire day. I have to avoid the internet the entire day yep. from, on Thursday till like, 7 o'clock at night. Yeah. Do you so, have any sick days, or, or can you take a personal day? I thought about it, but I work for, like, a, a, a very, like, it's a small business, so it's, like, a family business, mm -hmm. and they have a person who starts their vacation that day, uh, and I, I, I'd be that guy, and I don't want to be that guy. Yeah. <laughs> well, yeah. let me tell you, can you wear headphones while you're doing it? I know you, you want to see the games. I want to see the games, man, but, yeah, oh. no, I know, yes. You know, the funny part is uh, one of my bosses is a huge Xbox fan, so I I also don't want to be that guy that's like, hey, you want to go in the back and put it on TV? I mean, we could stream it right here. <laughs> Maybe oh, you can do it. You never know. Yeah, I never know. If we're slow, I'll probably flip my phone open and watch it on my phone. Just get yourself rice and turn in so you can just focus on some greatness, you know, because I think we got a lot that's going to just be uh, that's going to be shown. So uh, I'm sorry. Oh, I know. I'm excited. Yeah, dude. I mean, what do you think of that start time though? Eight o'clock in the morning for the pre-show. Shoot. Yeah. Then you well, gotta watch the pre-show. Tim will be in his underwear still watching it. No, I'm, I'm New York time, buddy. Yeah, he's <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah, he, he's coast. He at least gets like three hours on top of that. Yeah, yeah. I mean, uh, like like you said, it starts at eleven. Uh, everyone should watch the pre-show because there's going to be um, supposedly announcements there too. Yeah, I'm, I'm thinking the 120 uh, games that are from backwards compatibility will be announced there. I'm, I'm thinking so. Yeah. So is it 8 a.m. Pacific Standard or? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. For um, you, no, it would be 8 a.m. No, I think it's 
It's nine well, e- or nine Pacific yeah. Eastern. That's yeah, the show. that's the show. with the pre-show. Oh, pre-show, right? pre-show. Yes, yeah, okay. never mind. Yeah, everyone really should put put into the pre-show because from what I heard, I heard they have actual like they have information that they couldn't put in the uh, in the real show because it's they just want it to be more just game playing game showing. So they want like mm-hmm. anything that was let's say game pass. Uh, backwards compatibility. Well, uh, I think they know, announced Infinite. Halo Infinite too is going to be showing off the campaign. Yeah, that's going to be showing off at the show though, not the pre-show. But the oh. pre-show, but basically the the pre-show at eleven is when everyone should tune in. But the real good, good, the good stuff, you're going to get good stuff in the pre-show. But uh, you're going to get the games at, at at twelve o'clock or nine p.m. or nine a.m. Yeah, well, let's go. Alrighty. Now I wish Tim, I could just sleep all the way through it. Yeah. <laughs> up and up until that day. You would. Yeah. You would. <laughs> Take some heroin. <laughs> uh Tim, how's things at your end, pal? Good. I'm really excited. Uh happy that Xbox has uh, killed it in the hardware department, full RDNA two. Uh, you know, uh, a lot of stuff coming out about that. Um, but uh, other than that, um, they nailed it in the hardware department. They absolutely crushed Sony in power and design and everything it looks like. So they just got to nail it with the games. They nail it with the games. I think that uh, we're in for a good generation. They're going to bury this generation that they had a lot of a lot of failures in, a lot of things that came up short, and uh, I'm feeling like really it. good. I like really, it. I'm feeling really good, though. I'm excited. We're going to have a... a a good show next Sunday. We'll probably recap. I'm sure that there'll be something that Jeremy will complain about. But other than that, <laughs> you know, uh, we're going to have a good show. And, um, yeah, it's going to be real fun. I'm, mm-hmm. I'm happy that everyone's here to to, uh, to to try to hype it up, you know, the week before. So thanks for everyone showing and getting ready. Mm-hmm. It's going to be lit. Can't wait. Now, Jeremy, my heroin addicted friend, how's things at your end? <laughs> Jesus Christ! <laughs> wow, well, man. man, it's been Listen, good. Very good. Rumors get well. started. After what yes. you said about Mama Jeremy last show, gotta be on heroin. <laughs> <laughs> That's all. That <laughs> explains a lot. That's my mama. I love my mama. Anyway, I've been doing good, man. Everything's been going great here. Uh, got a chance to get some games in. Right now, I'm playing that Game Pass game called Forger. It's like a Minecraft-esque type game. It's very good. It's very it basic. Called? It's Forger. It's called Forger. Mm-hmm. Uh, only a couple people, a handful of people made it, but um, the, like my it? kids love it. I love it. So I went to Game Pass. Uh, I played that game. I'm like, wow, this is super addicting. It's a great game. Uh, my kids wanted to play it because they don't have Game Pass. They use my account for all, you know, Game Share. So mm-hmm. I just purchased the game. It's on sale right now for $14.99. Might be even $11.99. But anyway, um, I purchased that. So now they have it. And nice. I played on Game Pass for free. So it's a great game. So you have people for because you could you could game share your game pass, right? Yeah. No, no, you yeah. can't. Yeah. I, yes. I don't know how to do it. Yes, it works the same way. If you already have it, if you already have your game share partner set up, they can It'll work. Sometimes because it is finicky. They might have to like log into you to initiate the download. But yeah, so when I'm playing it, they can't. That's the thing. They, you know, 
So oh, they no, can, I don't have um, that issue at all. My other I heard, can play with the same I heard game. you can, but I don't know. Hmm. Anyway, I just purchased the game. It was a good game. Might as well support the developer. Yeah. Uh, Would you have played it if if you didn't have Game Pass? Ooh. No. Yeah. Uh, I'm I'm you know, I'm 50-50 on it because I looked at the first I went to I watched the trailer and I thought it was interesting. Then I read I read the store Microsoft storefront, looked at some of the, the pictures. And then I read some of the reviews, and it got positive reviews. So I'm like, okay, let's give it a try. But I'm 50-50 on whether or not I would have played it if I wouldn't have had Game Pass. Wow. So there you go. Yeah. Damn, damn. Well, hey, that's good. You know, you uh, checking out all those new games coming out. Uh, yeah, I, I like I've been playing a lot of Rocket too. League, too. A lot of Rocket League. I'm no. like, yeah, I'm playing. Megatron got me back into uh, Rocket League. So congratulations, Megatron. That little clip is like five years. <laughs> I got stuff from like clowns too scoring on this, like left and right. <laughs> I can't remember what TV was on, but that clip was like, yeah, that's five years old, over five years old. So. Especially wow. when you're getting hot sometimes in those matches. Mm-hmm. Now it's it's funny you say that, Megatron. That clip is over five years old, and when you play, when you start up Rocket League, it's actually the. The fifth anniversary of Rocket League. So see, see, because when we were played it, yeah. then it was like an early launch or something. Like you, it was a pre like. Well, no, it was it was on PC for a while, and then it you know it got uh, released on Xbox finally and PlayStation. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, you see, it was, it was, a, it was a, go ahead. No, you see Tim's name on one of the cars. It is Project Metal fan. It's old name, so I just thought it was cool back in the day because when I met you guys way back when, you know, hmm. yeah, yeah. yeah time flies, man. I remember, yeah, damn, he's popping out my face <laughs> <laughs> now, Megatron, buddy. Uh, how are you doing? You got a drink there in your hand? Yeah, I got a drink, a little, uh, a little gray goose and uh, lemonade, I like to mix it with, and Ooh. uh. Mellow out. I had a busy weekend. Um, I played a little bit of Destiny uh, Saturday, and then um, it's just been somewhat work and just doing stuff with the family so far. So trying to finally get to unwind. And uh, now, is it hard to get back into Destiny? Because I've tried, man. I've tried to get back into Destiny. I've, I like the original. I've gave part two is. a shot. Got up to level thirty again, and it, I don't know. I want to say it is sometimes because, you know, you got these different expansions and this comes out like every week and it's just I get lost. I'm still like, you know, behind playing catch up. You know? So I would say kind of yes, you know, unless you're playing consistent, yeah. you know, you're going to forget. I forget. So, yeah, I would move over to PC and play because there's a way bigger. I think that's the biggest install base. Mm. Maybe players. You, what do you think? Because it's sixty frames per second. Hmm. Yeah, and you yeah, have the whole field of view is so much bigger. Yeah, mm-hmm. I it's thought so it was crossplay now. It is. I could have sworn. It? Yeah. You wait. You can play oh, with yeah, PS. No, because no, well, it'd be sixty frames per second for PC players, and that was the whole lingo of like that's why Xbox One X isn't going to do sixty frames because it'd be unfair. Uh, it's cross save. I think you can bring it. You can carry. Yeah, you, your save cross save is what it is. Or maybe you have an option. I'm, so you I can play know. on PS4, PC, and Xbox. So you can go back and forth, and you keep all of your save file. Maybe that option will come. Um, but you still have to rebuy the game 
or at least some of the expansions each time, like for each console, unfortunately. At least last time. De- I- <laughs> so Destiny's mechanics are just so tight. It makes the game really playable. If that wasn't tight, that game, no yeah. one would be playing it. Yeah. <laughs> like that's yeah, the that's saving true. grace for it. It feels so that's good to true. play Mm-hmm. Now, Shock, uh, you know, I hope you've had a good week, buddy. Do you? Uh, I know you've been playing a few uh, PlayStation games recently. Uh, what have you been diving into as of late? Yeah, uh, finally finished Last of Us uh, or Last of Us Part Two. Um, I think I would probably give it a a nine out of ten. I think it just has some pacing issues. Um, just, there's some flashback parts where it's like I could do like if I had to, if I do the new game plus that it has. I'd probably like those parts are going to be kind of a chore to sit through again. But, um, now, I now are you moving on? Are you moving on to Ghost of Tsushima after this? Or yeah, luckily I beat it like that same night. I beat Last of Us Part Two because I, I think it took me close to thirty hours. So it's Ooh. well, I was scavenging for a lot of stuff. Which thinking back to, it, I was playing on normal, so I probably didn't really need to. <laughs> I didn't have any of the accessibility things turned up like other people did. Uh, I just played on like just normal just to get through it real quick. Um, yeah, but yeah, I mean it was pretty pretty awesome game. Like the the brutality and just some of the weapons are pretty sick. Cool. But, uh, real quick shout. Out. I'm sorry. Go ahead. Oh no, yeah, go ahead. A real quick shout out to uh, my good friend Paris Lockhart. Uh, a lot. You know, he's helping shepherd me along through uh, Destiny Two. He's in the chat now, but uh, good times with that guy, man. Yeah, shout out to those shepherds. I could do it. <laughs> but yeah, Ghost of Tsushima is pretty cool so far. It feels like the Assassin's Creed. I think they definitely took uh, Assassin's Creed can't do one that well. I mean, they can try, but it's like it's going to feel like they already took your uh, steam if they ever had that in plan or had that in development. Um, for a samurai like Assassin's Creed game, which people have been asking for, so that one's pretty cool. The swordplay makes you feel like a badass. Um, just some of the animations on execution. If you try to do a stealth kill, at least I can't figure out there's a different animation other than I'm hey, I poked you with a stick or a sword, and it looks like I'm like if you play Sekiro, like when you stealth kill somebody, it gets all you know zooms in personal and you're like just stabbing the crap out of them here it's just like oh i poked you oh, are you dead oh, okay you are dead it took me a second to figure that on the like the first stealth kill because i was like oh that's how that works <laughs> i've seen some of the cra- like well yeah. that was kind of boring i've seen some of the craziest gameplay video clips on last of us 2 than i've seen in any game in a while you know, you see oh, him yeah. floating around out there. On, like, on Sunil, Twitter what's his name? Sunil Legend. He, he yeah, does it I'm like, like every, he makes every shit. game look amazing. He did it for like Monster Hunter, Ghost of Tsushima, Last of Us Part Two. Mm. It's insane. He mm-hmm. makes games look phenomenal that you might not have never thought of touching. Like holy shit. Yeah, no doubt, no doubt. Now, guys, just a reminder. Yeah, playing so far. Yeah, just a reminder, guys, before we, we uh, kick into the topics, we do have a giveaway going on for a Cyberpunk 2077 Johnny Silverhand action figure. Now, just to be a part of that, you head on over to our Twitter and look at the pinned tweet on how to enter. The link is in the description, and it ends next Monday. Guys, definitely get on that if you're a Cyberpunk fan or just a collector in general. I know a few of you are in the chat. 
Uh, but you know, we're gonna dive right into all the topics, and we gotta talk about uh, XCloud. Now, again, we got a lot to cover, but Xbox has made an announcement that Project xCloud will be officially going into Xbox Game Pass Ultimate, and it looks like it will be making its way to the servers officially in September. Tim, I'm going to start with you, starting off with you, Tim. What yeah. do you think of this move to get xCloud embedded officially into Game Pass Ultimate? Well, I think it was something that we all asked for, wasn't it? I mean, I remember when it all came out, we were speculating, even on this show and, and, and even on Twitter, everyone was like, well, a perfect thing would be Game Pass. And, uh, you know, they did it with Ultimate. They basically said it's it's only going to be there in Ultimate. It's not going to be anywhere else uh, at, at, this, at this time. But uh, it was something that the fans asked for, and I think it's a great thing. You know, you're getting a, no additional charge. Uh, you're you're gaining more value to an incredibly uh, value you know proposition already with Xbox Ultimate. Um, it's a great thing, and and I'm very happy that the fans really kind of push for it, and and I think this is one of the clear examples of the community pushing the company in a direction that you know, or giving them ideas that are beneficial to us, but also can be beneficial towards them. So I'm very happy with Microsoft in this aspect. Uh, I know that uh, I, I think there was a lot of people worried that it was going to be like, uh, you know, xCloud 999 uh, standalone. And I think that would have pissed people off. This is the way to go about it. Uh, there's going to be mm -hmm. no confusion. And basically they put a lot of pressure when this launches day one on Stadia because you have better games, you have I think more games, and you're pretty much getting this added onto a service that you're already paying for. So it's such a win uh, that uh, you know I think Xbox fans should be very happy. And 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 again I commend Xbox fans because I know that all of you, uh, you know, we, it's a tough go for us sometimes. But you know, and we're tough, but. This is what we asked for. I remember Jeremy saying this is what he, you should do. I remember myself tweeting this is exactly what they should do. Uh, so they did what we wanted, and it's a great thing. It should be celebrated. And um, I'm just hoping that they really ratchet it up now. They say, Halo, day one, you're going to be able to get your uh, game on the, on the device. And I think that's the dream. When you can get, let's just say, take their first party, uh, Forza, Forza Eight, Day One. You can, you know, you're in, you're in California. Let's say I'm, I'm hanging out with Jeremy, and I'm, I'm, you know, in California, and I got my new S20 Note, and I got my phone, I got my controller because I knew it's out, and you know what, I could be playing it that night instantly at 12 o'clock right to my device. Now, whether or not. I want to do that, or would, would I probably want to play at home on my own device? Yeah, but it just gives you an option, and it's a great thing. And once again, it's the center of it all, uh, of you being in charge of your own content. Yeah. Uh, it's, it's a really good thing. So very happy about it. And it breaks that barrier too. What you have, you know, you having to wait for downloads and stuff like that. If you can stream right off the bat, that's very important. So on Friday. Uh, I went to a place called Norris Hot Springs. It's a natural hot spring in in Montana. Uh, I decided to like bring my controller and my little clip uh, out there. You get zero. There's like no phone service out there. It's in right. the middle of nowhere. However, 
Uh, they they do have Wi-Fi out there. So I brought my my phone. I brought my controller. I brought I brought my clip, and uh, to play some X Cloud. Mm-hmm. So there were literally like five or six PlayStation homers wondering what the hell I was doing on my Xbox controller. They surrounded, you know, they were taking a look at the phone, seeing what I was doing uh, while I was playing. And they thought it was very cool. They never seen something like, especially out here in Montana. They thought, what the hell is going on? Um, the, uh, you know, my, uh, well, so the option to play, you know, the console games away from like the console um is important and i think that's you know something that um is underappreciated maybe in this day and age i've never seen a stadia someone play stadia uh games away from you know maybe their home but uh they're definitely playing xbox out here i've seen a couple people already in montana um streaming x cloud whether it was inside a mall in in uh in uh, bozeman or whatnot but um you know, I think those people, they were impressed enough that I think they were jumping on the Xbox bandwagon. But it's things like that where, you you know, you can just play your games if you want, take it with you, go relax, you know, in a place that has, everywhere has Wi-Fi now, you know, in any type of business. Um, and you're away from your console. And I it's think that's the so your whole just picture everything. So you're like in a like hot spring sitting there. Yeah. Like, so it's a natural music. hot spring. No, no, no. <laughs> it's a natural hot spring. The water's like a hundred degrees. It's sitting on top of a rock, and there's a crack in the earth, and there's like a, a man-made pool. Uh, but it's not like a, your typical pool. It's you know, it's like a wooden pool. So, but anyway, uh, I thought it was oh, it's a bathroom. It was pretty cool. Right when I got done, you know, I just whipped out my phone and started playing oh. Xbox. Yeah, he's sitting yeah. there playing with Yogi Bear. Um, <laughs> hey, can I make one comment real quick because I see something being said in the chat. Um, anybody that has issues with what's going on on iOS. That's all on Apple. Microsoft has all their ducks in a row. All the yeah. issues with iOS, that's all on Apple. Well, we knew that, Centurion. You know, we it was no, one of those no, things where right here you can see is is iOS gonna get real support. Microsoft oh wants to God. support iOS. You go read up on why yeah. Apple doesn't want Microsoft over Apple. Apple okay, the ones that are informed know that Apple it takes a real long time to break Apple's barriers, yeah. whether it's it's just ridiculous. Like it's like being in prison. That's why I switched mm-hmm. to Android. There's hardly any restrictions on Android. Um, you know, yeah, maybe the interface is a little bit more cumbersome, but um, you know, yeah. I'm, I'm willing to uh, to deal with that as opposed to my phone freedom. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, that's what it's coming down to me. I mean, I'm a big Apple guy, but if they're not going to have the coverage. Now, what I did here is is that Apple is very restrictive with betas. So the reason that there's not much on the Xbox is because it's a beta. Uh, If it changes and and they make it a point that they're going to have full xCloud, you know, know, uh, support, I'm going to stick with iPhone. But if they're not, they're going to have this restrictive uh, marketplace, I'm going to leave. I'll deal with it. I got the Note 20. Dude, I seems like they're not on Google. I, know, I have never looked back. I know I was. Yeah. Like, I, mean, I, like, I like, I'm more of a fan. Anymore, but, 
I can't I can't co-sign to something that's going to restrict something that doesn't even affect them. It's just you know, it's silly. You know, to, 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 to in the them. in the new Android software now, you can uh, make it to where your your phone your Android phone is more like the iPhone with hand gesture, different hand gestures, mm -hmm. and it's almost to a point now, Tim, where to where it feels like an iPhone, almost to a point. It's yeah. not quite obviously, but. Uh, you know, my uh, Apple does some wizardry with their refresh rate on their screen. I don't know how they do it, even though it's not 120. Uh, you know, it, uh, it just it's weird how they how just they make it so smooth and everything just functions well. And, um, yeah, you know, yeah, well, that's the thing with Apple, that's another reason why. I'm being kind of led towards the Android side of things because Apple's just so restrictive that way. And it's like, I really want to get good use out of the Game Pass xCloud feature. And if they don't want to do it, then, you know, and they're going to like just, you know, plant their feet in the ground on it. I will eventually transfer over. So yeah, me too. And I don't want to. Let me say, I would rather them just allow it. So. If if they can't do that, then you know the, then they're gonna lose a, a customer, and and I'm I'm like you guys, you know, uh, I, I'm a fan of, of of iOS, but you can't have, you can't be restrictive on that, you know. See, I think it'd be uh, perfect if they could have it. I don't try to harp on Apple. Don't get me wrong; they make great optimized products. You know, it, it yeah. just goes. It, just, it shows when you put a lot of heart and soul into your product, at least when it comes to optimization, you can really squeeze everything out of it. That's why you were saying with Apple products, like with the interface, it just flows so much differently. Mm -hmm. um, but yeah. that put this out there in a world where people are becoming more and more connected and services are becoming more and more connected. We are now seeing the limitations of a walled off sacred garden. And so that it kind of reminds you of another company that's trying to maintain this walled off sacred garden. They have resist cross play. They've resist cross save. They have re resist everything that involves more connectivity between players and the applications they love to use. And honestly, um, that's where I, it's, I feel like people should take note from the fact that this, at the end of the day, the consumers are now the ones that have to actually um, be the ones that I hate to use the word suffer, but it comes back on the consumer at the end of the day, because now you have to, if you want to partake in this service, potentially go into a, a whole nother phone. And, um, you know, how many people want to go out and buy a new phone right now? You know, that being said, you know, even though it's like Sony's exclusives, man, those products are sexy, but you know, that's why people are buying the Apple products, you know, because they look nice, they function well. And I, it's just like it's part of the part of our culture, really. See, I'm just saying I'm not saying PlayStation has to be on Xbox. Xbox has to be on PlayStation. I yeah. understand the idea of brand exclusivity or ecosystem exclusivity. But we all can see how Microsoft has benefited from their software being on multiple uh, storefronts on multiple platforms and um so i think i think we've barely we we've barely started to see it it hasn't come into its full fruitation yet i think with these game this game lineup coming up that's we'll see maybe on the uh you know coming up this week i'm talking uh, like uh look at ori 
that, that game was hugely successful and the fans de- like begged for it to be on Nintendo and Microsoft yeah. said go for it and we all know Microsoft is getting paid at the end of the day for letting uh, Ori go to the Nintendo Switch so uh, it, yeah. it, it, basically Microsoft really does I'm not saying all of Microsoft I understand they're a corporate conglomerate but at least some of the people that are in control of at least the gaming side of Microsoft are very pro consumer yeah mm. and I, I would agree I would agree with you because you know you see companies like and you know Sega went bankrupt obviously but uh, you see that's why they went third party just to sell more games sell some of their first party games um you know you see a lot of, Nintendo did the same thing going to mobile um now and now they went back out of it now but uh, maybe it's a bad you know a bad decision but I think at the end of the day you're right. Yeah, no, absolutely. Now, this move is going to affect some companies more than others. Uh, but you look at the Google Stadia guys. <laughs> do you think that this thing is uh, looking dead in the water now? It's in trouble, but uh, it depends on how much Google really wants to go at it. I mean, if Google was really serious about this, in my opinion, they would simply be, you know, calling up. Uh, Warner Brothers right away and yeah. you know inquiring they have to throw money and they have to they have to be very aggressive to get where Xbox is you know what I mean and yeah. I just feel if they're not gonna really be serious about it that that they're just they're gonna get you know they're gonna get left it, at the, the you know whatever you want to call it. They're gonna get left I, I don't even th- I don't even think they're in trouble at this point. And the reason being is because who they're really competing against? Nobody at this point. Yeah. You know, yeah, you could say X Cloud and this, this, and that, but who are they really competing against? And they're really competing against themselves. And they're shooting themselves in the yeah. foot. But not um, the, uh, that guy. But I don't know if I'd want them to buy WB Games. There's a lot of great talent in those companies there's a lot of great potential in their ips and i don't think google would know what to do with it well i mean i'm just thinking like they have to make a big splash they they have to somehow you know i think they have a good service i think that that, uh they definitely proved that their it's quality and it works well and um it's definitely um something that that's that i didn't think was going to be as good as it is so i'll take the l there but uh, you just have a lot of competition, and if Sony gets involved, that's just going to make it that much harder on them. You know what I mean? They have to, yeah, have, gonna- they have, to have exclusive games, or they have to be able to get day and date. For them not to get like Cyberpunk, yeah. it hurts. That hurts a oh, lot. Oh, yeah, that's a big loss. And, yeah, well, you know, they need, uh, you know, one of these big developers, one of these big publishers that, pu- you know, that has a lot of licensing to them and, and uh, just – IPs that they can just have an you know have an instant library from um, those studios would serve Google well. Um, it's just you know it's it just it'd be interesting to see what they do with them. We know from maybe previous experience, um, you know maybe that's not the best fit for them. I but mean, I, look, mean I don't know. Look, looking at what Stadia is doing now, you gotta think maybe what Warner Brothers was probably like. Do we even want to go there anyway? Sell or not? Like, you know, everybody but you. Well, I mean, if you they have the money. Yeah. Money is one yeah. thing, but you're going to support them. You know, that's something else. What's going to happen if it just, you know, all collapses? 
Well, Google, right. like the the Stadia is in such a rough shape. They just had their uh, what was it, Stadia Connect stream yeah. a couple of days ago, and it was at such a dumpster fire. They had <laughs> games that were again a couple of years old that everybody else has. Okay, with the exception of a couple, they have a few timed exclusive like ooh uh, a a Bomberman title like whoop de doo right? Like they need. <laughs> They need day in, day out, like launch exclusives yeah. that that's coming to other consoles, PlayStation, Xbox, yeah. Nintendo. And they also need big studio exclusives or just big time exclusives. Like they need that yeah, they need a reason for people to engage with their service. And if they can if they can get these games somewhere else, then nobody's gonna go to it. But if people can go to XCloud and Xbox for the same service, they're just gonna go there. Yeah. It's going to be interesting to see exactly when we get some information regarding xCloud, when it's going to launch officially, uh, what's going to happen with that, because that's going to be the determining factor in whether or not uh, we'll see how just how successful is Google Stadia. Now, you know, is um, it- I just wanted to add on. Didn't I hear somewhere that they're putting Series X's or getting ready to put Series X hardware into the server racks? Yeah. yeah, that's happening. So I'm going to be like, at that point, that means it actually makes Stadia obsolete. I mean, what was Stadia when it came out? Ten, they were touting 10 well, point something. They, teraflops. They, they were going to be like 11 something. 11. 10.7, but they were yeah, also yeah. GTN technology. So yeah, on, you, you on know, paper, on paper, it's going to be obsolete, but technology still need the bandwidth and everything and internet speeds need to catch up to that. Uh, because you're not going to see a difference between uh, the Series X servers as opposed to Google right off the bat. You're not going to see it because the technology hasn't caught up yet. But, yeah, you're right. Once the technology catches up, I think that's when you're going to see a difference between the two. I'm just saying from some of the articles I've read about the Series X, Microsoft is actually implementing some in-house algorithms and techniques to kind of help increase compute power. So I know I'm just saying that from what it sounds like, Microsoft could put, like the Series X could potentially outperform Stadia and compute power. Yeah, and that's why I said on paper uh, yeah. it looks fine. But if you're if you're if you're running uh, internet speeds that kind of blur the the clarity and some of the details of some of these massive hardware servers, then you know you're not going to tell the difference between the two. Oh. And that's gonna, all I'm saying. If you're in one of these areas where it doesn't have really great internet, I don't really think you're going to be using game streaming as your main source of entertainment to begin with. No, but it's always an option. And, not, you know, the game streaming is not going to be the norm until like 15, you know, I would say 10 to 15, maybe even 20 years down. No, 20 years is kind of a long time. But let's say 10 to 15 years where it's going to be like, you know, you're popping in a disc and it's seamless. Maybe even sooner than that. That's that just my opinion. Out, that sounds just depressing. <laughs> yeah. I mean, you think it was I'm 5G. talking about I'm talking about the, the help. See, like I, I don't know. Like for me, like I got kind of jealous when you sent me that photo the other day about how them burying fiber optic lines out in the middle of Montana. Yeah. <laughs> meanwhile, meanwhile, a small town my dad lives in. These, they think they're they think they're rolling in it because they have got their first official Dunkin' Donuts and Baskin Robbins, and I'm just like, oh my god! Like I when I lived in that small town, I even argued with the cable company out there saying, are you guys ever going to potentially upgrade the systems out here? And it was like, oh yeah, there's there's no way to ever do that. <laughs> so 
I was, so I was outside when I took that picture. My boss, I turned to my boss, who just so happens to be the mayor um, of Ennis, and I'm like, "What are they doing?" He's like, "They're putting in fiber optic cable for the internet's and stuff." I'm like, "Really? Holy shit!" And they're just doing it around the entire, you know, the entire town. And that's real. And you cool. know what? Your mayor sees what's happening in the future. You. I'm sorry to have at this point you to have a successful town. Call me messed up in saying this, but you have one of your major utilities that you now have to establish is to make sure that your area has a decent internet connection. Yeah, but it's you know it's funny some of the stuff gets voted down here. Like the town people, the town folk here, they don't want like street lights and stuff like that mm. because they like. You know they like their privacy. They like they how it's dark. And, UFOs, right? oh, so. Yeah. <laughs> you get in front of the township, and you're just like, now just to let you know, Net, um, Netflix and other video streaming services you use every single night are powered by this, and they will work better. And the minute you're yeah. like, oh, Netflix will work better. Okay, sign me up. <laughs> truth, truth. Yeah. But it, it's just funny here. What's over here? It's, you know the core of everything like the infrastructure we have a state-of-the-art hospital here which is very nice uh and then you look across the street of the mayor's office and it's just like it looks like a little hut it's pretty funny yeah yeah blazing saddles in your in your part of the world <laughs> what about city slickers oh my god <laughs> curly's gold or whatever but um yeah guys it's uh, certainly interesting with the whole xcloud uh, thing being included now with uh, game pass ultimate something again like tim was alluding to earlier that we all wanted we all dreamed of and now we're finally going to be getting it but i'm going to take this opportunity to segue us into some other bit of news and microsoft has removed the 12-month xbox live gold membership from their storefront now media outlets have followed up on this this removal and confirm that this was done on purpose and what was it a few days ago on the crossfire podcast with uh, mooch and the gang they had a journalist uh, jeff grubb on and he stated that xbox plans to remove xbox live gold so we're getting some you know some verified sources here about this move uh, but uh, centurion i'll hit you up first on this topic what do you make of all this? Is it looking like Xbox will finally be dropping the gold paywall? I really hope so. Um, and this is like, it. <laughs> sadly, um, regretfully, I don't think they're exactly doing it for the fans, though. Don't get me wrong. It's a very pro-consumer move. But I'm looking at it from the perspective of they are getting ready to launch xCloud this is a new style of service that is meant to attract a new style of customer. And so yeah. we're going to have to change things up a little bit. Um, and that's where um, people are get ready. Things are going to probably change on the Xbox side on a little bit of pricing structure and just probably the way things work because they now need to create a structure that um, actually appeals to the mobile market. And the way things are priced and done on the mobile market compared to what they're being done right now, that's why I say I, I'm, I'm seeing things potentially being a little bit different. Uh, but at the same time, it is a great pro-consumer move. Um, we're going to be able to start playing uh, games that are truly a free-to-play without having that paywall. Um, now, 
also it probably means the end of games with gold. You know, that means Xbox is probably more than likely going to stop handing out free games uh, because they actually have a decent rotation coming out out of Game Pass. And I'm okay with that. You are okay. So you now that's where I would definitely play devil's devil's advocate because I could see people saying they're like, Well, I like the free games, at least it was a perk to having it. I still downloaded some of the games. As a matter of fact, I just got Saints Row 2. Um, definitely it would be it's gonna be something that I will miss, but I also do understand when you're we're going into a new generation, this is um, a new Xbox and Xbox wants to attract a new customer. So I know there's going to be some things changing. Um, I still enjoy the Xbox ecosystem and I'm looking forward to what they're going to do for the future to kind of, kind of put me in with all these new customers that they're wanting to attract. Well, if people remember, there's a, a billion some odd co- gamers that they want to reach out to. Yeah. Is that it? Yeah. So that's yep. the best way to do it. Xbox. So I mean, they, they, could, they, could re- they could just pay for Game Pass and get even a better deal on games than what Games for Gold yeah. gave them. Yeah. And they could recoup some of their losses uh, for loss of services. You know, some of the revenue that, that Xbox Live brings in by just offering, like, you know, they, they could still have the free to play every week when they offer two or three games that, that you could play for free. And, you know, maybe, you know, people buy a microtransaction or two, or maybe they even go purchase the game, you know, offering that free to play during the weekend or during the week or whatnot. Uh, And, you know, it's just different things they can do uh, to make up for that lost revenue that Xbox Lives brings. Mm -hmm. Well, I I think it's more or less, I think, they took away the six month and the year year option. First off, to basically convert everyone from ultimate to i mean from xbox live to ultimate and give them that option because obviously the dollar deal and we all know about that but it's going to be a a, 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 i think it's going to be something that takes time and when uh they're also going to be offering xbox all access we'll learn about more about that next month um but uh if they could do the the uh, the actual no paywall thing for the multiplayer. Uh, that'd be huge, and you know, yeah. being like Jeffrey Grubbs is saying, who's been very accurate on a lot. If they and they could they could do it, and let's just say that they could actually um, market Pull it that, off. Yeah, it's going to be huge. Um, makes a lot of sense. But uh, it also could be something where, like Brad Sam says, they just give you an offer for Game Pass. Because, you know, they have so many different, you know, options that just like with the consoles, the reason why they had to discontinue, they don't want to have five different options for the customer. They want one thing that people know about that's going to be Xbox Game Pass, and that's it. They don't want to tie in Xbox uh, Live and all that. And uh, I think it's, I think it's, yeah. in this think, day and age, it's overkill is too much. Right. You don't want to have too many subscriptions. Yeah. Um, but then again, if they could, if they really could uh, offer no multiplayer, uh, you know, paywall, I think that would be really something that people you would be like, wow. Thursday. You know, that'd be something where they could really differentiate themselves from Sony and be another thing that you just like when you, 
you start these things start to really head up. But uh, mm. oh, that's yeah. something that um, I don't see that happening for a while, though. But yeah, some of us, possible. some of us pay. I mean, Megatron, how much do you pay in subscriptions a month on for these different services? I know I pay upwards of like hundred and fifty dollars a month for just my everything yeah. alone, and we're talking like Netflix mm. and Disney and Apple mm. TV. Oh and, my god! You know, just YouTube. yeah. I got Amazon Prime. I got Netflix. I have uh, yeah. Xbox, of course. Disney. I think that's it. And Disney Plus. Yes, I, don't, I don't think of it. I don't really think about it. But you know, when you yeah. when it added it all up, I'm proud. It's pretty, uh, pretty penny. Um, I, but yeah. I don't think about it. I just do it. You know, if, if it's well, not only I like, that, it's... think about the subscriptions on your phone. You know, whether it's three dollars for a particular app a week or ten dollars for. A particular app a month mm-hmm. the music streaming service i'm just talking about everything in a yeah nutshell. no it's 150 is actually not something that is too crazy to think of it's right if you actually if you actually you know you gather up all this stuff i mean i look at myself i have uh i have you know hulu i have hulu. amazon i have uh obviously xbox live i have Netflix, you know, and then it just keeps going and going, you know, and I also subscribe and I do Patreons to yep. certain YouTubers and stuff like that. It, yeah. all, it, all, it all adds up, you know, you look at these. Yeah, it does. Shit. So it's like, you know, you know, it's, it, it's crazy how much, you know, we do that. And then on the flip side, really like cable vision, I have cable vision. I'm paying $300 and that's the real kicker. It's like you know, I'm paying for this. You start to get like annoyed. Oh, because you have the NFL combo package and baseball, right. probably. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So it all adds up. But it would be a huge PR win for Xbox to do this. I mean, can you imagine them dropping that bomb and it's just like, oh, oh. like, and the thing is too, you know, Xbox players like. We've been we've been complaining about you know PC guys being able to you know obviously jump online for free for matchmaking and then if you include for example what they want to do with XCloud and you got people from their tablets and their phones joining on this it just it kind of continues to look like even worse if they were to continue to ask Xbox players to pay for online mm-hmm. and I th- and I think there's a converge a convergence going on here and I think. There's a grander scheme involved with all this, you know, with Game Pass, XCloud, and so on. I do think that there's, you know, there's a few people out there that are unwilling to come to Xbox because of that Xbox Live paywall. You know, it just it's just another thing. If they do that, um, I think it's beneficial for people. Maybe they'll migrate to Xbox in the process, but um, you know, it just remains to be seen. It's it's just a it's a good move. It'd be huge. It'd be it would yeah. it would show them up. The naysayers would really have nothing to say. You know, they say PC gets it for free. Uh, you you know they go by monthly active users. Your monthly active users would shoot way up. You'd be the number one in that way. Um, what if they? If they, what if they way, did I, the, I this, oh, you either have that, or you have them buy. Warner Brothers and make uh, you know just keep Warner Brothers the same way. Which would you rather have, and which would be more beneficial to the company? Oh, I would think Xbox would uh, Xbox Live paywall ending. Uh, yeah, I would agree. Be more beneficial. 
And you guys know how yeah. much I want Warner Brothers. Yeah. You know, oh yeah, me too. But I guess I would say Xbox Live being, you know, that you know the multiplayer being free. But like for me, I don't, I don't mind paying for good service. You right. Know? Um. So I would, me personally, I would go with Warner Brothers. But you know, because I don't want any other company grabbing it. They other definitely need Microsoft. to drop the uh, free-to-play paywall. They just they gotta stop that. Free-to-play, I would yeah. say yes, definitely. I remember when you had to have gold to order pizza pizza through your Xbox. Even Netflix, <laughs> even yeah. I mean, back in the beginning, you couldn't even watch Netflix if you, you, if you didn't have um, gold. Yep. Yeah. I remember those days. Well, mm-hmm. they only fixed that in 2014 when they were like, you know, removing some, you know, I guess they were showing, you know, a whole bunch of us goodwill. Like, you know, they were taking out a lot of the connect and then uh, they were removing some of the paywall, like you were saying, from Netflix and so on. But I tell you guys, if they were to remove the gold paywall, that would be, a, uh, you like Jeremy was saying, you would a get duty, well, a lot of Call of Duty people would. I would think come over and can just stop paying for annual yeah. yeah. I think it would bring a lot of PC guys also looking at the system more too because you get such a uh, you know an open system and such a great hardware. You don't have yeah, to pay with, those. Yeah, high, and with the, thousand, and with the option prices, now yeah. and the option now to use a mouse and keyboard, absolutely, Tim. Yeah. And uh, Jeff Grubb was making a good point. They need to make uh, Halo Infinite multiplayer free. Free play. Yeah. Well, Imagine I've heard things on that too. So. To get Halo back into maybe not all the way up to like say a Fortnite, but it could get it into that you know maybe Call of Duty, Warzone, Ballpark, you know where. Yeah, it, I think like, I can. I think it could be the biggest thing on planet Earth, even bigger than, <laughs> than Fortnite. Uh, if wow. it was free to play, if it was free to play, however. They need to just nail everything. I'm talking about the maps, just mm-hmm. the flow of the maps, everything. It's, everything needs to come together. And if yeah. that happened, we're talking about a, a new a game changer for Microsoft for the future. Which it'd I think be bigger than learning. it'd be bigger than Destiny, to be honest. You know, they're definitely learning with Master Chief Collection with releasing those like piece by piece and getting like you know the community feedback and what see what everybody's actually playing on PC with I've, like. Have you guys seen the Steam numbers for that? Holy crap! Yeah, they've been they've been pretty sick. I think they peaked around like fifty four thousand current players at once. Wow. Um, Yeah, it's been on the top like ten. Everybody's like, "Oh, look, look how low it is! It's at seventeen thousand." I'm like, "Yeah, they were up until like two a.m. at fifty thousand. So they went. (laughs) Don't worry, they'll be back there tonight. But yeah, it's been nuts." Each one, each release has spiked every time they keep releasing a new one. Maybe not when Halo 4 gets goes to Steam, but... <laughs> well, yeah, I mean, they did, did just uh, release Halo 3. <laughs> yeah, but like like Jeremy was saying, they have to nail a lot, not just, you know, if it was just to go to free, I mean, that's one thing, but they have to nail a lot of what makes the Halo experience Halo. I mean, I... Uh, I'm excited to see what they have to show us, but um, hey, if you get a get a free Halo, you would gobble up a huge chunk of players, a huge player base. Like it, even even uh, PlayStation guys would be like, "Whoa, hey, gotta play this." Well, they nailed the multiplayer last time. It was just it was sold on a campaign that was terribly marketed and people hated. Yeah, I loved it. 
<laughs> I hope uh, any issues that three four three had back in you know, twenty fifteen. So <laughs> it was still close. I, you know, I just wish when Halo uh, finally la- Halo Infinite finally launches that three four three has gotten over some of the barriers. Uh, you know, in previous in, uh, in, in you know previous games that they've you know Halo Halo Master Chief Collection that got off to a very poor start. I mean, it took them almost a year to get that game up and going until where it's, it was running. You know, was functional basically. It seemed like a year. Um, I just wish they're in a good place now. Where you know, if X X Cloud does launch with day you know day and date with halo with uh series x that they get all the kinks to get you know the kinks worked out uh so that way it's functional come day one yeah no absolutely but you know we'll keep our eyes peeled for all obviously this uh rumored gold removal the paywall removal it's going to be interesting to see what the next week has in store for us i mean i don't know if we'll get the announcement now maybe uh next month as tim might be alluding to yeah i think they have a lot of um uh information that they're gonna have next month i mean you have to realize when they're releasing such big info like they did on thursday of this week or last week you know they got a ton of stuff because they could easily s- s- laid that for the pre-show of of uh, of this show on Thursday, and and it would have been big news. But yeah, they have a ton of stuff. They got Lockhart. They got a cover. They got um, a bunch of stuff that they're gonna handle, and um, yeah, you know, they got all access Xbox all access. They got you know a lot of stuff that they got to go over, and uh, they will, and it's gonna be a lot of fun. Yeah, no doubt. But uh, you know what, guys, we will yeah, we'll definitely keep an eye on that. But we're going to move on to another big piece of news. And you can tell things are really rapidly changing on the Xbox front. Obviously, we talked about rumors of gold um, and so much, so many other things. But you know, we were just talking about the services, and now we must talk about the hardware. And Xbox announced that they're discontinuing the Xbox One X and the Xbox One S all digital edition consoles now some are surprised by this others not so much jeremy i'll bring you in on this matter first what are your thoughts on this move uh i think i mean it it is evidence however i don't think well i don't believe that the xbox one x and the all digital sold particularly well i think that's why they went with the s um I think their strategy now is going to have three systems in their ecosystem for at least at least two years. So you have, you know, until you have one, the high-end Series X, you know, one tier, whatever the lock cart's going to be. And I think the most affordable is probably going to be the, the Xbox One X. I do really believe you're going to see the Xbox One S price drop to probably around one forty nine ninety nine, which is huge. If they do that, that's going to be huge. Um, again, for at least two years until uh, everybody catches up to these next gen systems. Uh, think of just how many Xboxes you can sell and and the people reach if that happens again for at least two years. Um, you include free xbox live x cloud you know your your paid subscription to game pass 
and you have yourself a pretty good great gaming deal overall. Um, I think overall I was a little disappointed uh, with my X. I don't think they fully utilized its power. Maybe the coalition did it uh, with Gears of War 5, but uh, I think it would have been interesting to see a game built from the ground up on the console. I don't think the developers, including third party, uh, you know, fully fully utilized the system's power. Um, you know, there was a lot of titles that I wanted to see that weren't enhanced, such as like or the original Ori game. For the life of me, I still don't understand why the original Ori game uh, was not upgraded or enhanced. I would have liked to see Cuphead run at 4K 60. Whether or not the Xbox One X was capable of doing that, who knows? We'll never know. Um, but I wish they enhanced, you know, some of the third-party games like Dark Souls 2 and 3. Uh, I just, you know, I think it's going to be a problem moving forward as they transition into, um, you know, like Booty said, you know, two years. When you have Xbox telling developers that, um, you know, the next-gen upgrades should be free, I think that's an issue because, you know, pro-consumer or not, um, you know, it's not free for some of these companies who work on these upgraded projects. You know, it's it, it costs money, it costs it costs payroll. So why should they make it free for the consumer? You know, I asked you guys that question. Why should they make that free for the consumer? Yes, I know it's pro-consumer, but you know, at the end of the day, these companies well, are they're, they're, real quick. They're just coming from the PC side of things. That's why. You know, just simply, you know, they don't charge, you know, PC gamers um, for upgrades, right? So, and they do all the work. The smart delivery, it's done by the upgrading, is done by recognition and, and right by actual Xbox. You know, it's not much. So, basically, a flip so why don't why don't they do it? I mean, you have EA. Because they want to make money. They want to make more money. Right. Right. So, doesn't make it right. Yeah, I, I don't know. I'm just I look at it from a developer's perspective, and and yeah, it's it could be pro consumer, but you know, again, it's just it's not free. It's time and and money spent, uh, you know, for some of these games that they develop for, especially now. It's just it takes a lot of money and, and effort to make some of these games, and games are getting expensive as they are as as they are already. But I don't know. I don't know. Um, you had rumors that it wasn't the price. To me, it's about the you know the architecture, right? And I, again, I don't see how or why they would want to charge more for games. DLC, I get uh, other little yeah. you know you know extras, collector's editions. But if it's, you're not going to charge yeah. the PC guys, you shouldn't charge the console guys. And and I do. As far as I'm concerned, we're not you know yeah. pirating any of this stuff. We're buying it. You know, we're one for one. We're buying from the Microsoft Store or retail. Yeah. Um, and I, I think it was a good move why they decided to go with the 1S being, you know, maybe a third option again, at least for two years, because they don't want to see people left behind uh, when these new systems come out. Again, if they could drop that price, I mean, I think, uh, you know, it's 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 going to be huge if they get if they can release an Xbox or or make it affordable at one forty nine ninety nine. Uh, I think it's going to be interesting. Mm -hmm. Well, I guess the thing is to 
is this more evidence of Lockhart, Xbox Lockhart, getting an announcement soon? Because obviously they're making room yeah. for something. Yeah, of course. Yeah, I said I said that yeah, it is yeah. evidence, but um, you know, I don't think the Xbox One X and the all digital did as well as I think Microsoft would have hoped. Mm-hmm. Um, that's just my opinion. I have no numbers or knowledge to back that up. I think uh, the just, edition or the uh, Sade edition. I think they s- sold pretty well, or at least when Black Friday hit. Yeah, Black, Black Friday. Friday. <laughs> yeah, I think they put it up. There, Anybody, but... did anyone of us pick that up? The the, the uh, all digital Xbox. No. I want no. Stubbsy got one. Like I know somebody who got one, but they just kind of got one because somebody gave it to them. So, and then they didn't even yeah. realize that it wasn't all digital. <laughs> so, <laughs> I, I think we can all, and I think we can all agree here: the Xbox One S system is a great system. You know, it just it has yeah. everything you can ask for. It upscales to 4K, you know, plays UHD movies, Blu-ray. Uh, it's it just a great HDR. system. Oh, it had, yeah, it had HDR. It's just a great system. Imagine if that's the one they launched with. <laughs> At 149. <laughs> well, like just some 400 instead of 500 without all the connect. Yeah, well, listen, they, they had a lot to learn, but, you know, if you look at it, they've taken everything that, that they've learned and they – Let's be honest. They blew Sony out of the water with the design that they have now. You're talking about three tower flops, more if you want to count the variability too. Um, you know, faster CPU, uh, better des- uh, smaller box, and, and they have more power. Mm. Uh, it's it's still uh, you know it's they don't know fully if RDNA. Two, if there's a VRS and machine learning on PS5, we know for a fact that Xbox Series X is, uh, you know, full RDNA 2 um, because they basically, you know, they waited to get the, those features. And, um, you know, I think overall they, they've made a lot of – they've fixed a lot of their mistakes. And I think the one thing that we just were all waiting on is the games – and this July, really, I mean, yeah. if they can't hit it this week, I don't know if they're ever going to hit it because this is just too clear cut. You know, they gotta, they gotta be able to to really, you know, um, impress us. And and I think that that's going to have to be about five, tri- you know, uh, fable. You know, we're going to go into this, uh, I think, a little bit later. But they they have to yeah. be able to uh, to make us happy, and I think that they will. But you know, considering considering everything, that's their last, uh, you know, right wrong that they have to write. Now, forgive me if I'm butchering the name in the chat, but it's Deux. Uh, he said that discontinuing the Xbox Sad means, or Sade means that Lockhart is all digital, and I think yes. he brings up an interesting, uh, you know, theory. Uh, maybe it is all digital. If they could come under that three hundred dollar price range for um, for that console, I think it's just a huge win for Xbox. Um, and then you know, obviously bringing in the the monster of a system, which is the Series X. It's going to be interesting this next few days coming up. I think we're into some we're in for some surprises, some big surprises. 
I do think, uh, you know, some of the stuff that has leaked is true. Uh, but at the same time, I still believe we're into, we're into some, some, some surprises coming. Now, I, I want to kind of like jump in. Can you blame Microsoft for wanting to discontinue those, the, the consoles? No. Because I, I could kind of, at least in my perspective, I could see them wanting to put the Jaguar core itself to bed. Uh, they want the Xbox generation, the Xbox one generation to kind of, I don't want to say go away, but they want to put it behind them. Uh, I, yeah. I, and they, yeah. you see the enthusiasm that Phil Spencer and the other developers have for this upcoming generation. And mm -hmm. if you read some of the articles that came out during the birth of the Xbox one, I guess you couldn't really feel that kind of energy, that excitement, because it wasn't a product that was geared towards gaming. And now this is a product that is totally geared towards gaming, and it's also geared towards changing console gaming forever, putting it on, like, the same playing field as PC. Um, so I could see them really wanting to kind of put the Xbox One generation behind them and basically making the the entry level point the s so that way when they're ready to actually get into next generation yeah. uh, they have a couple options there but i hands down we all know the success of the s almost any xbox player has an s only yeah. Yeah. Um, only those who can afford it or are the real hardcore can are going out and getting X's because they they want to see those uh, the the resolution and everything else that comes along with the X, but I hate to say it the X has served its purpose. Um, yeah, mm -hmm. the X was actually one of was the most powerful console ever mm -hmm. created, and when Phil Spencer launched it, he said that they were going to go working right away on an even more powerful console. And the funny part is, um, here we are three years later, and he is holding true to that word that they were working on a console right alongside the Xbox One X. Yeah. And so uh, definitely, man, this is going to be an awesome freaking piece of hardware. Mm -hmm. I think uh, you bring up a great point with, uh, you know, Microsoft and, and Phil and team and Xbox being more confident than they've had, than they have been in years past. You see it in, in some of their posts. You see it in some of the information, again, that's leaked and all the news that is coming out and some of the things that they keep us in the loop about. You know, me and Tim and everybody almost in, in this in, on this panel can can say that it wasn't like that in years past. You know, there would be months and months uh, go by without any news, any Xbox news and to be bad news. You know, and we we would we would stand here and and talk on 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 panel and on on TXR saying what is going on over there, what is happening at Xbox, and I think now some of the swaggers coming back, some of the confidence is coming back, um, and yeah, like you said, Centurion, I think it's all good. Um, I think you'll see it even more in abundance, um, you know, after July, after this J July event going into August. Yeah. And this is what they've been gearing up for all gen pretty much because, you know, obviously, you know, they've given studios more time to develop the games going into next gen. I mean, look at how much time 343 have had with Halo Infinite, right? They would have yeah. normally never have had that time, like five years. I mean, 
barring maybe some development issues, but and maybe rebooting some things. But otherwise, they've had a lot of time. Um, and DLC, even though that's not first party. <laughs> well, well, that's the thing, right? And there's a lot of deals we don't know about. I remember back in 2016, 2017, Phil had said that they had signed deals, but they'd be way off. And lo and behold, we got games like Scorn and the Medium coming up. That'll be exclusive. So we got a lot to we got a lot of stuff to uh, look forward to, guys. May I add on one thing real quick? No! Yes, sir. Here's something to think about. Um, also, we know the problems right now in the world when it comes to getting anything manufactured. I don't like I've got wood products at my job that are, are hard to get a hold of right now that are made out of wood. So I mean there's manufacturing uh, issues everywhere. That's everywhere, yeah. Yeah. Do you think the the sacrifice of the all digital and the Xbox One X was to free up production lines for the Series X and the Series S. Probably, I think it's all. I think it's it's all part part of it. Yes, because yeah. uh, like, would we see a discontinue like this if C nineteen was not a thing? I don't know, uh, but I have also had the gears turning in my head. Have you seen a PS four Pro on shelves? No. Like I mean, like you go to any of these retail stores, there's like no actual physical hardware really on the shelves from any company. Um, so yeah. I really kind of see some of these companies right now pivoting on. All right, well, I guess we kind of got to end a lot of hardware very quickly because there's not a lot of production uh, assembly lines that are available to us. So we yeah. got to take what we can get. I think it's a combination of things, Centurion. You look at a company like GameStop, who right now I don't think they can even afford the system, so that's why you, they don't have them in stock. You know, you have to oh, buy. Uh, you know, doing their pre-orders ahead of time for that. Yeah. <laughs> yep. But you know, that's one example. You know, maybe like a Best Buy, who is that? Best Buy is a non-essential. You know, and maybe they're hurting to purchase systems. But then you look at Target and Walmart and, you know, a lot of these places that can buy food or have food in stock and people are, you know, people are going to shop, picking up systems along the way. Uh, I think maybe they're in better shape. I think that's what that's part of the reason why you see a system shortage everywhere. Um, uh, but like you said, some of these manufacturing uh, places are, you know, are just going down. For example, uh, in some, you know, not to get off topic, but some of the meat uh, in in the meat industry, um, you know, Smithfield, for example, you know, some of their plants were shut down. So now it's harder to get meat. So all the meat prices went up on pork and then, you know, people were buying a bunch of meat. So, you know, some of these meat packing places, they were running out of meat and the, those prices went up. And it's just a combination of things um, that just throw a wrench and everything well this also with the discontinuation of the x um what does this mean for everybody that was going to use their xbox one x as trade-in for these new consoles is this going to affect yeah. Ooh, that's a good point. yeah so I, I at this point in my mind because of c19 uh the fact that i really doubt that gamestop or any of these companies are really going to have actual inventory <clears throat> on hand I'm probably more than likely going to order both of these consoles from uh, directly from Sony and Microsoft 
and probably end up just gifting uh, my Xbox One X that I was going to trade uh, to a, a friend of mine's kid who still plays on an OG Xbox One. Ooh. You know, believe it or not, when you discontinue something, especially like a system, uh, there are times when the value has gone up uh, in, in a big way for these systems. Hey, I'm just saying, I'm glad I invested in that Xbox One X Gears 5 edition, and whoever got their hands on those uh, Cyberpunk ones, I mean, like, kind of going to be like, great, I just got a console that, like, literally got discontinued very quickly. Yeah, yeah I definitely keep that Gears one. It's oh, dude, that, that gear, it's going to go up on my entertainment center when uh, it officially gets retired. Whether it, wor- whether it works or not, it's going to go up on display. I'm proud that i have both the gears and i have the cyberpunk yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. i'm still trying to decide i'm going to open up that cyberpunk console or not don't open it don't open it and it's and just, i mean now, you see it on ebay now, for- you know what the thing i was thinking about this now um i have i, I got the same thing so me and you are the same thing we haven't opened it uh the reason why we shouldn't open it is because it makes xbox one x is now even more of a novelty item than it is now because it discontinued it but they've only made fifty thousand consoles of that if you wait 10 years i'm telling you that that console is going to be easily two thousand or fifteen hundred especially if you have it in mint condition you know, yeah, well, especially how big cyberpunk is going to be it's going to be a massive right. game well, you see them on eBay right now for about six hundred bucks. Um, yeah, making money right back, make two hundred to three hundred dollars. Mm-hmm. You know, I only pay three hundred from mine. I don't I know. know. It's crazy. I listen, listen. With with Xboxes, uh, also with them being, um, you know, the two generations, maybe two three years. I think it's gonna be two years, but uh, you know, you got you got that that whole thing going. Uh, you can actually have get a cheap Xbox One X, and you're in the 4K uh, realm, and you got a good system. So you don't have to really. I would wait for Lockhart, to be honest. Uh, not that I'm thinking about it, but mm-hmm. you know, the the reality is is that uh, you know, um, uh, what you might call it. Uh, you know, you should definitely. Uh, you're gonna have good options there. Well, part of the reason why those consoles were hold, so hard to get, I think they only made like 40,000 of them, which is nothing. 50. Oh, definitely. So nothing. No. But it's interesting. Yeah, my uh, my launch edition, was it uh, Xbox One X Project Scorpio? Yeah, I'd say the value kind of, uh, you know, kind of exponentially went up for collector's yeah. items. So... But, hey, guys, you know, some interesting, uh, you know, developments on that front. If any of you guys in the chat, anybody listening in, um, you know, hang on to those. Hang on to those for sure. And uh, don't trade them in because there's a lot of value there. I'm but, still pissed I couldn't get one at all. I mean, I can get one right now on offer up or something, but it's going to cost me an arm and an ass. And I don't want to do that yet. But. An arm and ass. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ! <laughs> wow, I don't know what goes down on offer up in Montana, but 
Ever since he started mentioning the Hot Springs Resort, you know, he's on heroin. Jeremy? <laughs> Yo, like, it's wow. whatever, man. That's why I love the guy. The guy's a headache. Man. What, do you think, what do you think about the Trump money strong? The what? Arm in the ass. An arm in the, you never heard that expression before? Arm in a leg, not an arm in an ass. No one has heard that expression. Uh. I've heard arm and a leg, but I've never. There's <laughs> arm and a leg, but there's arm and an ass too. Everyone Come on, you guys. There is it. Oh, you you need to you need to. That's you. Now. That's you from now on. Arm and <laughs> I, was, I, was say, I don't that desperate for anything to ever use those words. <laughs> <laughs> I don't. Oh <laughs> 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 I don't I don't want people to think I'm grouping anybody into a category. I'm just saying I don't know what downer does on offer up. <laughs> Sell my body, baby. You only know, asked you after in the heroin somehow, right? <laughs> well, <laughs> you know, uh, I, I got a little story for you guys. I get a message. We have like a, a, a uh, town um, uh, Facebook posting where the town kind of just communicates with each other. So what's going on now is there's some guy selling uh, Dyson vacuum cleaners. He's going house to house in Montana and people are actually <laughs> letting him in their houses. And he's asking these people, do you have any jewelry? Do you have any jewelry for my wife? Do you have any drugs like marijuana and stuff like that? I was like, what in the hell? It was, it was pretty funny. Imagine this, this white guy, older gentleman going around town, trying to sell you Dyson, uh, Dyson vacuum cleaners in payment for drugs uh, you know, jewelry or different things around your house as form of payment. And when he got I mean, to your talk house, about, what did you do? <laughs> like, you I going- mean, talk about going to back to the stone age where we're trading now for these types of items. <laughs> I just thought it was funny. Wait a minute. So you're, you're not still using the barter system out there? We are. <laughs> still going to their trading uh... post. <laughs> Trading's been around for a long time. What kind of grocery it's still, it's still going on? Yeehaw! <laughs> no, nope. old man. Oh, what's that song? Rawhide. Rolling. I don't know. I think you give me the impression now that that fiber optic line that they're installing is going through your town, and they don't plan to branch it off at all. It's just keep going like it's for the next. It's for the next town. It's the next city. Not us. Been at night. <laughs> Uh, all right, guys. Uh, I'd like to move on to some comments made by Xbox head Phil Spencer. Uh, he made some in a recent uh, Xbox Wire blog post with a heading of "You Are the Future of Gaming," and it focuses on Xbox's importance on empowering the player through different means of interaction, how they interact with Xbox. Uh, One big takeaway from this post, however, was Phil confirming that first-party exclusives will be cross-gen for the next couple of years. And he stated that you won't be forced into next generation. We want every Xbox player to play all the new games. Uh, We want every Xbox player to play all the new games from Xbox Game Studios. He went on to say, "We 
we won't force you to upgrade to Xbox Series X at launch to play Xbox exclusives. Now, which I mean, that sounds pretty cool, what Phil said, but going to the panel, Shock, I'm curious what your thoughts are on Phil's statements. Does this move hurt Xbox at all, or is it just Xbox kind of pushing forward onto the ecosystem in mind? Yeah, I think for them... Um... I think it definitely helps them. I, th I think the way they're coming at it is they understand that they kind of have to earn back a lot of the gaming, like, you know, faith. Um, Cause I think to their standing, people would probably feel a lot, you know, pretty jaded if, if they just held halo infinite Xbox series X exclusive, you know, and had all these new studios that they've announced during this gen have all these, you know, games coming out on the Series X and then what did Xbox One get? So I think they kind of need to build build faith versus like, hey, buy this $500 console where people are going to be like, well, I, I bought a $500 Xbox One X before and it didn't give me much. Um, so I think from the, from where they're coming from, they need to kind of earn some of that faith. And I, and I don't think it's from, people are taking it like, oh, look what they're doing. They're just going to be holding back these developers. No, they know what projects were already in play from these uh, studios when they bought them. Obviously, all of them being like indie, they had projects that they were, before they were bought, they were making for probably PC and Xbox One, yeah. had that plan in mind. Um, so I think they kind of look at like, okay, we know what games are projected to should hit that two year window. So he can confidently say like, okay, for those first two years, yeah, we're, they're going to be able to play on Xbox one series X. We're not going to force you. Cause he kind of knows what's going to, what's coming down the pipeline. So, um, but he's not, and like he said, he's not forcing, like if their vision calls for like say project Mara or Hellblade two, who knows if that calls for, them needing to put it on like the next gen architecture he's not gonna they have full control they have he's giving that uh, creative freedom which they've that's why they a lot of them signed on because they said they're going to be like hands off let them make the games they want to make um so this whole like oh this uh the spider-man game is going to be a next gen game and halo infinite's going to be held back i'm like what are you smoking? They've been working on this game for five years, and Miles My Morales, they made him probably less than two. And that, okay. Yeah. Well, that game better blow the <laughs> the crap out of the I don't think it is. Yeah, but Jesus. Like, as far as just like in scope, game design, because it's not being held back by oh. 2013. Every time I think of that Spider Man game, man. Okay, I you're putting. Think about how people are always That's wanting. Not the case. I think about how people are always saying when remember when people would always tell Xbox fans to demand more out of Xbox, basically yeah. expect better. And now all of a sudden PlayStation is like, Hey, we're rebranding a PS4 game and throwing some yeah. ray tracing on it and making it a PS5. It's bullshit. Uh, it is. It, and it really is. That's where I just say like, do you really feel like you're going to get, a true next-gen experience on a game that was actually a, a intended for a PS4 architecture? Yeah, it's PS4 engine. It's PS4 assets. Uh, they, they are adding ray tracing. They, they're not even adding 60 frames per second. So what I think is funny is, is that when Xbox comes out with Halo, 
and it's 4K 120. Well, it's 4K 60 with ray tracing. Uh, you know, and and if it looks better than Spider Man, they they got a lot of questions to do because they definitely they could have put this on PlayStation Four, and uh, I think it's kind of a, a a pretty crappy thing to do. Um, if you want to be honest about it, um, overall, I think that this this generation is different than any other generation. You're going from x86 architecture to x86 architecture, and you're also going from a, uh, a ceiling of 4K 60 with ray tracing, or if you really want to get crazy, 4K 120. You could scale that all the way down to 720p, 30 frames per second. Uh, that's how PCs have worked in the longest of times. Um, and uh, I just feel that Xbox, it's, if you really gonna, it's really gonna affect three or f two or three games at most. And of those two or three games, they're probably being made with Series X as the, the, the top platform, like they're doing with Halo. And I think that you're gonna get a lot of answers on Thursday about why Xbox is doing what they're doing. Um, it's not holding a generation back. If they said, hey, you have to make it for all, all third-party games have to su support it, that's one thing. But they obviously are not putting mandates on it. Uh, these games have been in production. And um, I think it's very smart in Halo's case to be cross-gen because they're going 4K60 with ray tracing, which is going to require a ton of power. And uh, it's going to be able to scale down. And, you know, you're going to have a ton of a huge player base day one. And uh, really there's no, there's nobody left behind in that, in that aspect. It's definitely better than saying, Hey, you know, it can't run out. Let's pretend it can't run. Um, and in the, and in the case with Spider-Man, that game was already running on PlayStation four and they're basically using the same engine. And if, like I told Sony fans, is that really your next gen Spider-Man? And the answer is, is if they're being honest with themselves, no, they know the next generation Spider-Man, which we all probably going to see in two years, that's going to be like, oh, my God. And that's exactly what it should do. This conception or this DLC standalone doesn't do that. Definitely possible could have been on PlayStation 4, as as Ratchet and Clank could have been without pop you know, they probably would have loading screens on the fast switching, which is uh, obviously something that can be programmed into it. But more or less, the Spider-Man thing is, is is definitely a case that they're just putting a game behind a, uh, you know, behind the PS5 more than anything else. And, you know, I, I think if you're going to really go at Xbox for this, you got to also be fair and look at the whole situation with Sony and, and you know, <laughs> into the day. Tim. Tim, I do find it funny that uh, you know these, you know people are crying about the next couple of years not having true next gen, uh, you know just some of these games that are coming out. When literally for the first four years of the Xbox One's life cycle, we got remake after remake after. I mean, just look at your just look at your catalog, your gaming backlog in your catalog, and half of those games are remakes. That's what they are. And then 100%. Can I mention a and game? Nobody had Go ahead. I want to mention a game to you. Like, this was a game that was cross generation between Xbox 360 and Xbox One. This game had a feature in it that was only, that was only possible on the Xbox One and the PS4. On the PS3 and the Xbox 360, <laughs> this feature did not exist. 
it was turned off, but the game was still possible on both platforms. And this is um, Shadows of Mordor with the Nemesis program, the the AI yeah. that controlled all the enemies. They they even said on the 360 they were like lifeless and drones. On the Xbox One and PS4, they had their own personalities to them, and they actually changed uh, based on how you encountered them through the game. Yeah. Um, and that was and now here's the funny part: ray tracing. Excuse it, sorry, it ain't crap. All it is is just basically tracing light particles through a digital world. We're talking about an actual feature that changed the actual way a game played. And it was a night and day difference. And it was only possible on next gen hardware. That is true next gen, in my opinion. Yeah. Right. Yep. Absolutely. All right. And, and I think it's, it's a little harder now because it's x86 to x86 and you also have a power gap of or you have a ceiling of what you know developers are going to work within of 4k 120 all the way down to you could scale down to 720p 30 that's a sizable amount of 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 target and you know it it would require a lot of power obviously to run 4k 160 uh 4k 60 so in that case i can, it makes it even in my opinion a little more uh you know the the conversation a little more difficult you know to you know and everybody thinks generation like 8 to 8 18 bit to 16 there was a huge difference it's, it's getting to the point where you're getting little little you know bumps of you know, what you call and Tim, two years in this gaming climate is not a long time. You know, mm -hmm. these consoles aren't going to last, you know, three to five. We're talking, they're going to last us 10 years, this console. Yeah, I think know, that, this fun. console that we're going to get. Yeah, there might be a refresh, maybe mid, you know, somewhere in the middle of that. But still, these consoles are going to last a, an extremely long time. They're not going anywhere for a long time because they're going to have the power to hang with PCs for a very long time. Yeah. Oh, yeah, definitely. Definitely. Well, again, guys, it's, uh, you know, we'll be seeing a heck of a lot more exclusive titles down the line. I'll be curious to see how many they, they'll actually, you know, be supported within the next uh, couple of years from what they say. But I guess they'll leave that up to the developers as well from the sounds of things. Right. But, yeah. As, yeah. But you know what, guys? We will move on and i know a lot of people in the chat are waiting for this and i think it's finally that time you know we're about three four days away from the xbox showcase event and we're told by xbox head of well ex head of xbox marketing aaron greenberg that it will just focus on the games as well, there will be a special Xbox pre-show hosted by Jeff Keighley, and he'll Ooh. have additional world premieres to show off, including supposedly the Halo Infinite campaign reveal, if I'm not mistaken. I'm pretty sure I read that right earlier, so that would be pretty big if true. Hey, why does everybody give Jeff shit? I like Jeff. He's a good guy. I think they say he's more of a Sony fan, which he is. I yeah. see him walking out on stage in a black suit and a bright blue tie. He's pretty good at what he does, but it's definitely obvious. It's going to be a dual yeah. sense tie. Hey, yeah. though, maybe, maybe Centurion, he has green underwear. Dude, you never know. No, I take that. What, you want to go with that no. bag back in the day? Um, 
uh, I see him actually walking out on stage with a uh, a blue tie with like XOXO on it. Mm, I don't oh. know. I think he'll have his Death Stranding uh, boxers on. But... <laughs> no, he's actually going to be think... he's going to be carrying the baby that was actually autographed by Kojima. The little baby in a jar. No, I, actually, I think Kojima is his roommate. But anyway, it's possibly, possibly, but. Uh, <laughs> Anyways, just so people know, uh, Megatron had to dip out early. He may be back. But uh, you know what, guys? I'll start this one off with uh, Tim. Tim, I'm going to pick on you. What do you think we'll see uh, from... What What do you? What would you like to see Xbox announce here at this showcase event? Um, I really would like them to show Halo. Uh, I want to show, show the gameplay, show, show it off, obviously. Start off with that. Uh, Hellblade 2, I want to see some gameplay possibly from there um, or an update on that. I want to see Forza. I want to see what's going on. Forza, it's been two years now. Going, I think it's, yes, we're going on two years. We haven't had a Forza. Uh, it'll be three years since Forza 8. Or, yeah, Forza 7. So I'm really looking forward to seeing what they have because I'm a big Forza fan. Um, and then uh, I think we're going to get something from uh, Double Fine, which is not going to be a AAA. I think it will be uh, something probably Astronauts 2 or Psychonauts 2, and then they'll have their new uh, new IP. But the thing that I'm really looking forward to or I'm hoping is is that if they have, they, they have two things that they really got to do, and that show Fable 100% needs to be shown, if it's shown, I'm going to be very happy. And, you know, and if they could actually show what they're doing with Obsidian, the AAA RPG, uh, I know they're going to have Everwild there. So we're going to find out more about that game. I heard it looks tremendous. Um, but yeah, I'm hoping that uh, if they could really knock it out of the ballpark, have everything that I just said, but they also announced the Obsidian. RPG project that, that supposedly has been in the works for a while, supposedly is really awesome. Um, and I think if they do that, that's a home run. If they don't have that, then it's, you know, you're in the 8 area, you're 7.5 to 8.5 area. Uh, Halo has to show good. If it doesn't show good, uh, we're in trouble, uh, or Xbox is in trouble. I don't think that's going to be the case. I heard it's 10 minutes of gameplay. Uh, I, I heard that it looks very good. Uh, has very um, back to the roots with Master Chief, Halo One feels vibes. Um, hearing really good stuff, um, but if they have the ability to show Hellblade a AAA, Halo AAA, Forza AAA, Fable, which would be huge, AAA, and show gameplay, and then if they can just even announce Obsidian, because we all know it's coming, announce what they're working on. That's a, a really killer show. Uh, you know, I originally I know. they were going to have that, and then they were going to also have initiative. But I'm hearing that they're pushing the initiative back uh, because they want to have it for August or at a later date, which is understandable. Mm -hmm. I mean, if you're showing five AAAs, uh, that's pretty big. That's that's pretty much what we want. We know that they got games still. You know, they they still have in their back pocket in exile and initiative. And uh, they also have Compulsion. We haven't seen anything from them. We're probably not going to see anything at this show. But they got games coming. Uh, but I think now is the time to really start to let us in, in you know, in the know of what these projects are. And I think that if they do that, uh, you know, they're, they're going to be set. 
you know, Tim, I, again, I, my expectations are high. You know that they've always been since day one. I think everything that you just said, if they have it, it's in my opinion, it's not going to get it. It's not going to get it done. It's going to be a good show. I'm, I'm just saying Hellblade. they need to go in and what, step what on Sony's neck you and can't, you show up. Bro, you can't. Yeah, you, can't, you, you, you. We've all been asking for Fable for the longest time. That's right. a huge AAA game. That's now it's becoming a reality. You have Hellblade Two, which looks amazing. You know that they're gonna have some stuff that they're gonna have to hold back. I understand what you're saying. Maybe yeah. they they have it. Uh, they have Elden Ring for third party. They're gonna have some third party, which we've seen but, nothing yeah. of other than that like teaser. Yeah, but I, I'm hoping that you know. You I know, mean, they could they have, even announce? Could they even announce a per, uh, studio purchase? I mean, they I said it was know. just about the games, but you yeah, know, I guess they could do that, but I don't think that mm-hmm. they would do that because yeah. um, I can see that in August, probably. Yeah, wouldn't I they? That in August. I, I honestly just think it's going to be about games, and uh, you know, maybe they have something from a global pub- publisher uh, that's been talked about. But you, you, yeah. we know what games are going to come. Uh, you know, one of the things is that if, if Coalition is actually giving Gears a rest, uh, you know, talk about the new project that they would work on. I think just people even hearing that they're working on a new project would be huge and make news, you know. I think they, they definitely take a break because it seems they're, you know, starting to hit it out of the park with the multiplayer finally. So that's starting to kick off. So, But, you know, you, 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 if you're showing five AAAs, that's that's a big deal. I mean, Sony showed three, and they supposedly have one that's the Silent Hill that they have left. Uh, you know, you're not a lot of people want. I think we all want them to show everything that they have, which could be like Forza Eight and Forza Horizon Four or Five, and yeah, crazy. But they, they're not. I think realistically, they're not going to do that. Mm. Um, because for whatever reason, they're always going to keep something in the back. They're still going to have more shows, um, and you know you have to think somewhat of the future. But from all indications, it's looking like they have a stack show. Uh, and from from uh, Shinobi said it; he's been pretty accurate so far. So, I'm so Sony's show was about an hour long. How do you think? How long do you think Xbox's show is going to be? He said he said it was about an hour. Aaron Greenberg. About an hour? Who yeah, said that? Aaron Greenberg tweeted about an hour. Okay. Now, do you guys think that it'll be the same kind of format as the Sony show? The sh- uh, Sony well, you have to remember Sony, they had a show of console, too. So they had the, the they had a show of the console. They had the big... Five minutes you know, trying to anticipate yeah. the console show. <laughs> so you, you, you're not going to have that. So already you're going to you think that... The, Club Roll says they have more games than Sony, um, for sure. So mm-hmm. I think they're going to have more games. But uh, the big thing, really, if, if we're really being honest, they got they got to show. If, if they don't show Fable, then this, that's really bad. I'm going to be upset. Well, they do definitely need to show off some kind of an RPG. It's been kind of lackluster this gen from them on first party RPG. So it'd be nice to. You know, see them churn it out. Obviously, you know, we want Fable. I, th- I think we'll be getting Fable here, but, you know, it'd be yeah. nice to see that plus something teased from Obsidian. Obviously, they bought all these studios. We need to see the fruits from them finally after a couple right. of years. Uh, 
Damn, didn't somebody on Lord's uh, gaming podcast say uh, Initiative was working on two projects? I've heard that. This is all rumors. Um, uh, I've heard that. I've heard that it's not exactly Perfect Dark, but it's in that world. Um, You know, I mean, that's the type of stuff. I mean, to be honest, I I think that, that if they had Initiative and they showed Obsidian Initiative and all the games that we've said, that's pretty pretty remarkable. Um, being that they're holding that back or as they're saying it's not ready is a little bit of a disappointment. But um, from all indicators, they're saying be hyped for the show. Uh, there's none of this bullshit like, you know, keep your expectations in check. You know, we don't want to hear that. You know, we want to see – I think we want to see – if we get Jeremy happy, I think we'd be – Static, but I'm sure he's going to say. I have been one of those that said keep your expectations in check because, oh my God, we've had people saying they're going to come out and they're going to reveal that they bought WB games and all this other. I I feel like that there has been a little bit of uh, reaching, um, and that's where I just feel like um, somebody also said it in the chat. I forget who, but why I don't want Microsoft to be held to a higher standard than PlayStation. Like I, I, that's where I've always preached level playing field. Um, you know, I'm going to be truthful. We all know Microsoft is going to blow it out of the water compared to PlayStation, but are they going to be graded on the same playing field as PlayStation? Probably not. Probably not. Uh, there's a lot of people that feel that Microsoft has to prove everything to them in spades where PlayStation yeah, they- gets a pass half the time. Part of that's true, Centurion. I think they do need to prove something. I really do. Uh, but that's the only thing. I feel like they already have. They have been very vocal in 2020, even considering all the situations with C19. Um, and this is not Microsoft of the past. We just mentioned earlier that there would go months before Microsoft would say anything. And right now, Microsoft seems to not be shutting up. They're always like every month we have been well, hearing something about microsoft and i, I feel like as yeah. a consumer microsoft has actually made me feel comfortable in wanting to stay in the ecosystem mm-hmm. well you've always you've heard the expression you know you gotta instead of talking to talk you gotta walk the walk and right now they gotta walk the walk instead of just talking yeah well, in case, walk the ass <laughs> <laughs> Well, they've done wonderful with the ecosystem stuff, you know, this oh past gen, God. you know, whether it be backwards compatibility or, and, you know, other stuff too, obviously Game Pass, et cetera, xCloud. But they, they've they been talking about building games for the past couple of years now and obviously acquiring studios. I think we'll hear more about newly acquired studios sometime after this event, maybe in the August one, maybe further down the road. But I do think that they, they are working on a few things there because they've alluded to as much with Phil. Yeah. I think they're in, in, not to interrupt, but they're definitely in, involved. They want Warner Brothers. Mm-hmm. I think that uh, that's still something that, that definitely can still happen. And yeah. I don't think that would be a surprise. I think that would be all public. You're going to know what happens. I just want to clarify, I did not say that Microsoft would not buy WB Games. I'm just saying an over $4 billion deal does not take place in less than 30 days. How many days has it been since? I'm sorry. It doesn't work that way even in normal world when we're all able to go outside and have a great time. Although I think the uh, Minecraft one happened pretty quickly. Well, Well, within 30 days? 
Uh, maybe it, it, it might have been a little over thirty days. But they had a separate announcement for it, though. I remember. Also, it like, go ahead. Oh no, I just I remember it being like some random day in September when it happened. So. Right. They didn't really have much bidders against them. Like you look at the deal, even with uh, Laiyu or whatever uh, the Tencent is involved that Sony was vying for. That itself is already weeks into it, and that itself because they have had bidders like Warner Brothers is going to have. They went into exclusive talks for what three weeks. So, like Centurion said, yeah, they're not going to tease anything. Either. Well, we don't know like how long it, we don't know how long it's it's been. They could have been in talks for months. We that news is just coming out. Yeah, you know, I, I think that the uh, Warner Brothers thing has come on recently. Okay, we've we've heard so many rumors. We don't know what the fuck to believe. Okay, yeah, okay. Microsoft. Okay, <laughs> all you could get if it was all the stars aligned, lunar everything. If everything was lined up, the only thing Phil Spencer could really do is walk out and say, "We bought WB Games." They're not going to just run some sizzle reel of the next Batman game that's going to be on Game Pass and all these other games that are going to be coming to the Xbox ecosystem. They're not going to have this huge sizzle reel. At the absolute most, all he can do is walk out on stage and say, we bought WB Games. And that would seriously break the internet. It would. They don't need a sizzle reel to do that. Or or we could get Jeff Keighley just kind of like to nonchalantly do it on stage. Like, oh, Phil Spencer just tweeted, uh, we just bought WB Games, you know. Yeah, well, one of the the games that I forgot to mention, and I did hear from somebody who did see the, the, uh, you know, saw what's coming. Uh, Everwild supposedly looks amazing. So the only thing I'm worried about Everwild is if it's a – uh, microtransaction type, you know, weird game where you just search out animals. Um, I, I think that has a lot of potential, but uh, yeah, I heard Everwild's definitely going to be there. You know, it has a lot of potential, Tim. Wow. Bugs next. Bugs next. <laughs> <laughs> do you guys strawberry think, strawberry game? Do you guys think? Uh, obviously, a couple of days ago, we had. Well, there was an announcement for uh, the official release of Flight Simulator, for example, on PC coming in late August, I believe. Do you think we'll see anything Flight Simulator uh, related for the Series X? Uh, it's definitely coming, so I can tell you that much. Did you see how many discs that game is? Ten. It's definitely coming. I, DVDs, so I also true. heard that uh, Age of Empires 4 yeah. from World's Edge, that's coming to console too, so... Uh, I really was happy to hear that news. Um, mm-hmm. Obviously, uh, we don't know. Like Age of Empires. That's pretty big. That's coming to console. Mm-hmm. Now, I w- I just want to throw my two cents in here as well because I think like there's going to be surprises. You know, obviously, you know, we we talk about, there, but there's going to be some outside studios, obviously, from uh, the global publishing being involved yeah. here. And I remember Clobriel hinting like a couple, like a year, year or two ago about, you know, like he was hinting some things. And I think one was a playful game, possibly being in development that they were working on a, an old rare IP. And I'm just going to put it out there. Uh, I'm just gonna... Viva Piñata. No, th- th- you're going to be pulling on another one of my heartstrings. Every single year around this time, it's always two games. I think it's banjo, personally. Yeah, oh, every, that, if that every single year, Fable and banjo. 
I really want Banjo. I know well, that, like, uh, that's just my personal opinion, guys. But like, I, but I, I just, I, I mean, come on, they did have the whole like Banjo and Kazooie and Smash thing. Like that was a pretty big move for them. Yeah. Like there, there's no reason I, for them to give it. to... I've always stood by that playful games should be getting a lot of the IPs that are kind of just gathering dust over at Rare. Yeah, well, I remember. I remember Phil saying that they have a treasure chest of IPs, and they do. You know, they have Conquer, they have uh, Ban. I think it's time for Banjo, and it'd be a nice double A type team. That, that you know, I mean, listen, you'd have guys like Colt say, "Tim, shut up! I don't want to see that." But you know, you have to have <laughs> you have to have games that they're not always going to have to be different. You know, they can, they can be different. Steve, and- now with Conquer, do you want Conquer to go back to being a, a child-friendly character, or do you want it to keep true to what they did? Because I'm going to be a, I'm gonna be a, a playful game. I, I don't think playful games should have the Conquer IP. I say give that to the developers who did the South Park games. Yeah, Obsidian. You, you, I think actually a good dev for that would be I think Double it, Fine. Obsidian did that. Yeah, the double fine would be good. The South Park games. <laughs> oh, definitely. Exclusive Conquer RPG. Dude, could oh, you imagine God. if there was a Conquer game that was done by Obsidian that was exclusive to the Xbox ecosystem? That'd be cool. That would be cool. Another <clears throat> one on my personal wish list that I would like to see, and even Clobriel had mentioned this too, was you know Phil apparently likes mech games, and I would love to see. Oh. A, a mech assault game of some sort like because there was talk there was talk from was it piranha games they're working on the mech warrior yeah. mercenaries and they were they had been going back and forth between microsoft and they could not say a word about what they were working on now again this is just speculative but at the same time i mean they were kind of open that they were talking to microsoft about something so i want to say that i don't know maybe i don't know maybe mech even mech warrior 5 mercenaries could even you, you could see some kind of a port yeah, that'd be huge. Yeah, that'd be huge because that'd be one of a game. It'd be another, you know, Fortnite Apex situation where that's Microsoft cash cow. You can do so many things with the max and microtransactions and skins, and um, it just opens the door up and with mm-hmm. endless possibilities as far as that goes. On top of being a very beloved competitive shooter, um, yeah. yeah. Well, they got to leverage their uh, IP treasure chest that they have. And, you know, that's one that I think would do very well for them, along with some of those old rare IP, not to mention yeah, some of the other ones. Yeah, that's been one of the, the most frustrating things this gener- this last generation was the fact that they're not utilizing the IPs that they even do have, let alone some of the new, some of the, uh, you know, the IPs that they currently have. Oh yeah, definitely. Like Crimson Skies, for example, guys. You know how much I would love a new one of those. Like, that was I, a great game. Oh, I, was, I mean, you could do a lot with that. I mean, you could have a story mode, but also have some kind of like free to play multiplayer for that as well. And again, if they wanted, they could do all kinds of skins and DLC for that. Maybe something similar, akin to I don't know, like a World of Warships. I'm just spitballing here, but. Mm-hmm. It's um I don't know I think that uh, we're gonna see a lot of surprises at this event. I mean you know we again we always talk about oh they're gonna show this they're gonna show that but really I mean you know who knows who knows what they could show they could they could show anything we could get it all wrong maybe they won't show Fable I mean I I do uh, think they will. Show Fable I think that 
I'd, uh, I'd go to Canada and cut you if they don't show Actually, Fable. I would have to say, yeah, it, <laughs> now is the time to show Fable. Um, I hate to say it like this, but show it now or forever hold your peace. I just hope nothing leaks before the show. Oh, my well, God. Really the one thing that I think that's good is, is that we're in COVID times where a lot of the leaks that happened before were because they were in rehearsal and yeah. you know, obviously a lot of the things, a lot of people talking at E3. But now you have a case where everyone's just at home. It's closed you know? off, yeah. Closed off. Agreed. Yeah, but I don't know, I'm anticipating one hell of a show. I mean, again, we not only do we have just the regular stream, but uh, we're also getting that pre-show as well. That should have some goodies. I'm yeah. assuming that the pre-show is just going to have like a lot of stuff we already know. I mean, I don't know. Do you guys think that we'll hear anything, see some new gameplay for Battletoads? Yeah, uh, you'll, yeah. you'll probably see something. Yeah, I, just, I I think you're gonna you're gonna see some stuff like that. I think with the pre-show, you're gonna more or less see. Uh, you, you might get announcements for the BC games, you know that they have. <laughs> Duke Togo, uh, Duke Togo's all. We should all go to this event expecting Zoo Tycoon Two, Disneyland Adventures Two, Super Lucky Two. <laughs> that's honestly that's the show that was Zaire. Zaire was. Uh, you know, I, 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 yeah. <laughs> hey, whoa, whoa, wait a minute. Where's Recore? Where's Recore too? I like to record, but I lost my mind when they showed those games and they said, oh, and then, oh my God, that disaster. What's your name? Shannon Loftus. And Loftus. Shannon Loftus. She she uh, announced it. I'm like, wow. There is yeah, nothing was- wrong with the Shannon Loftus trilogy. <laughs> <laughs> I don't no, know. I, I, I like to read. We're not going to have that. that, that. We have a we have a real a real case now of them having a bunch of games. If the best best case scenario, I think, would be um, if they if they uh, showed what we said and the, and then Double Fine's doing banjo. I think. Really yeah. <laughs> yeah. Pretty, pretty sick. <laughs> One of my uh, personal favorites, uh, Jet Force Gemini. Ooh. Now that's well, one I, I haven't heard that's in a, a long, That's a long shot, super long shot. Well, I, get, <laughs> who, I don't think that's as near as popular. I'm sure if you went to, they went to Rare Replay and looked at what games were played, that was very at far at the bottom. <laughs> I don't know, I I I like the grab by the ghoulies personally replaying that. <laughs> that was fun. But uh yeah, I think we'll see I mean obviously in the pre-show we'll see stuff like uh tell me why battle toes a bunch of stuff that we already tell knew about. Gears, gears tactics. When gear yeah, when gears tactics is coming to console. Yeah, they'll definitely have something like that. What yeah, about that's pretty nice though that they have I mean, a lot of people say, well, it's bad optics for them to have these games, but um, show up on PC and not Xbox. But the fact of the matter is, Flight Simulator never was made for Mm -hmm. uh, PC and, I mean, for a console. For that to be coming to consoles, big news. And if they could get Age of Empires there too, wow. I mean, that's, to me, that's. They they act like that's easy trying to put a flight simulator on uh, a. Uh, controller, like yeah. a realistic where you actually have to 
do all the commands. Um, and I didn't remember anybody on 360 crying about how Microsoft Flight Simulator was not coming to Xbox. Yeah, yeah no. Yeah, no, that's true. Um, what about, wouldn't it be interesting? Obviously, uh, Mixer shut down you know, a few weeks ago and you got Facebook gaming. I don't know. Is it out of the realm of possibility that we could see some kind of, I don't know, maybe some kind of little VR announcement of some sort? No, I doubt it. I don't think they're doing VR at all. Hmm. You know, my opinion. Uh, they, they can potentially do something with Facebook and the Oculus. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's always in the back of my mind. But yeah, I mean, not, I don't think they'll announce it. Yeah. But either way, guys, I'm really, I don't know, like, I'm really pumped for this show. I mean, obviously, everybody on the panel here, everybody uh, listening in, everybody in the chat is. Uh, I mean, you, know, you sound you sound pumped, Megatron. You're so monotone and you just sound. <laughs> 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 well, again, I have my drink, right? <laughs> No, but you know, it's been a build up for a couple of years now, and I can't wait. I am, I don't know, I'm just pumped to see what uh, Phil has in store for us and everybody at Xbox because we've been waiting. We've been waiting. Yeah. So, so here we here's the fable and God knows what else, right? Alrighty, but you know what, guys? On that note, we will end off the show, and you know. Really, really fantastic talk tonight. Uh, you know, a huge roundup of all the Xbox news that made the rounds this past week. And, of course, our predictions of the upcoming Xbox Game Showcase. Shout out to everyone that tuned in to listen to us. I know you're all excited for what's around the corner. We had something like 81, 82 people jump in here to watch us. Thank you all for joining. And if you enjoyed the show, then don't forget to share this out, give it a like and subscribe to keep up to date on all of our shows and banter. Now let's get on to some panel outros. Uh, again, Megatron had to leave early, but uh, you can find him uh, Megatron on Twitter. Um, yeah, sorry on Twitter at Megatron underscore uh one nine seven five i believe all of a uh, sudden uh he, he had to leave early when his topic was coming up but yeah he got scared he got cold feet he didn't <laughs> he didn't brush up on on what he was gonna say and his thoughts and he just flaked what a flake Ooh, <laughs> wow ooh, ooh. <laughs> i think you're gonna be hearing that in the dm in a couple Dude, of there's minutes, been Jeremy. some shots fired tonight <laughs> oh yeah i've seen them in the chat and i've seen them on the panel oh it's been great <laughs> hey, to, um, put, to put things in perspective he's he's fine with being in in the in the uh, youtube chat but he can't be on the podcast i see megatron i see you megatron you <laughs> coward you fucking flake no i'm just kidding <laughs> <laughs> Oh man, shots fired across the bow. Um, Dea, just so you know, um, what are you asking? Will you live stream the event? Um, no, not this moment. I think a majority of the panel members are working, uh, at least during the daytime. Um, but uh, so that's a no at the moment. But hey, you never know. We could work something out for the evening, possibly. Uh, let's get to some of these outros, though. Centurion, buddy, I'll start with you. Excellent, excellent chat tonight. Where can everybody fo follow you at? Um, as always, you can follow me on Twitter, Xbox Live, and YouTube at Centurion1307. 
I also chatted up every Sunday night with you fine gentlemen right here on TXR. And I'm also located on the shop podcast every Saturday night. Definitely excellent show there with uh, PTK Blam. All right. Oh, Supersonic Station. I'm sorry. I didn't know that uh, you had a tornado over there. Damn, you guys get hit uh, pretty hard there by tornadoes in Missouri. Damn, take shelter. Um, all right. Shock Buddy. Of course, good chat. Uh, some uh, good predictions. Uh, where can everybody follow you? Yeah, you can follow me at, at ShockNero on Twitter, EasyShock on Xbox Live. Um, it kind of sucks that they didn't keep Mixer around just for like another few weeks so we could they could just stream it on Mixer. Since oh, it was God, come on, doctors. <laughs> well, I mean, just because of the streams, it was higher quality than the 1080. 60. Yeah. Mm -hmm. on uh, youtube but, um, but yeah i'll be definitely hyped to see the stream afterward when they uh they should be uploading it in 4k right after the stream oh yeah so oh. forward to it oh. here we go here we go hey mega oh shit <laughs> let me get my damn mic for this fraud over here i'll dare you talk down on me let me turn this down man why, say Jeremy? It. Say what why, you need why, to say, buddy. Just, Let it all out. I'm. I apologize. I had to leave early, everyone, and something came up behind the scenes, and that's what happened. I'm Ignore Jeremy. Ignore Jeremy. That's it. Nobody mentioned Splinter Cell, by the way. Is when it came to predictions. <laughs> I think that's still a possibility. Oh, um, I would love it. That's it. I don't want to kick every. I mean, everyone was winding down. I want to get everybody geared all back up again. But you know, pre-show to me is a thing too. Mm -hmm. That, uh, but hey, you know, we'll see on Thursday what's going down, and I'm excited yeah. for uh, yes, we are the, uh, showcase. So you're such a dick, Jeremy. I swear, if I can stretch my arms, <laughs> New Jersey to 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 end this, I was squeezed just you enough. Just you could enough. actually, you could Jesus, uh, maybe your maybe your unit, but that's about it. Yeah. Oh, oh my God! <laughs> what the? <laughs> Gee, uh, we gotta change the ratings for this show. <laughs> uh, but uh, Megatron, I don't know if I got it right. Uh, where can everybody follow you at? By the way, as as always, you know, if I'm on the show and I can tell everyone, it's Megatron underscore one nine seven five on Twitter. Hit me up on Xbox yeah. Live if you're there. Hit me up, Megatron One's my gamer tag, and um, uh, that's it, man. Again, I'd like to apologize for everyone. I was looking forward to doing the show. I didn't flake out. It wasn't. It was just a prediction, <laughs> you know. Oh, that's it. It's just like Jeremy. Oh my god, he really knows how to push my buttons, man. Yes, oh, I do. God. That's why I do oh, it. That's what Downer does. Jesus, it's whatever, <laughs> man. I'm um, angry over here right now. I'm I'm, I'm a little upset. So, don't well, go play Sea of Thieves, and everything mm -hmm. will be all right. But, <laughs> <laughs> all right I, all right jeremy i'm gonna go over to you next uh where can everybody uh follow you on the uh are you gonna be sailing the high seas you know i'm gonna i'm gonna try something different because i'm losing followers on twitter so i'm <laughs> let's go <laughs> let's go with xbox you could find me at downer space j uh and you could find me on xbox live there hopefully it's free soon <laughs> Agreed, agreed. And uh, Tim Dog, I'm going to hit up you next, buddy. Where can everybody find you? 
Great show. Uh, thanks to the uh, 82 that come. That number keeps cr climbing, so I'm very happy about that. Uh, you guys are the best. You can find me on Twitter, xCloud TimDog. I might be changing that once they change xCloud, but um, that's where you can find me on Twitter. You can also find me Tuesday nights on uh, the Xbox popular RDX, 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Uh, should be a really good show this Tuesday. It will be a lot of hype. Probably do the predictions all over again. Um, but uh, yeah, uh, just like I said, thanks for everyone who's showing up and keeps on showing up each week. Um, you know, we're growing, and uh, we're like a lot of Xbox podcasts and YouTubers. It's great to see. You know, uh, we put in a lot of work, and we're a great community. And yeah. uh, that's why I do what I do. I come on. It's not about anything other than you guys and just keeping us informed. And uh, trying to even out the uh, bullshit that goes on. Uh, also, just uh, to to after I before I go, uh, I would check uh, kind of funny. I mean, I think that's something that Xbox needs is uh, prominent, you know, uh, you know, personalities like that to kind of welcome mm. them uh, and not you know look at them as a uh, you know as a, an outsider. So I think that that's really good. Shout out to Greg Miller and uh, the people over there that are doing that. Tim Getty and the crew. Uh, I think that's a really good uh, a good idea um, and looking forward to watching that show as well. But thanks, everyone. I'll see you next week. Damn. Nice. I'm really curious what you could change it to. Uh, what? Beast Cloud? X-Fire or something? Velocity. Yeah, uh, Tindog. Yeah. Velociraptor. Uh, no, arm and an ass. Uh, Tindog. <laughs> Pro wow. Project Lockhart. Everybody, fan. everybody working on that. During the show or during the stream? Yeah. What? I'm off. I'm off. Okay. So, if anybody wants to, if anybody wants to jump, you know, we want to do something, you know, I'm down. Let yeah, you guys I'll, know. Play, I'll be off. All right. Hey, let's do it. Let's hey. figure it out. <laughs> All right. Well, hey. maybe we can do that. I'm going to fly to Montana and beat the hell out of Jerry. <laughs> hey, you know what? I do want to. I would. I do have a special thanks, and you know, just Tim and, and Megatron for showing up these last two weeks. I really oh, appreciate it, you guys. You guys are an inspiration to myself. Uh, I really appreciate it. I just want to thank you from the bottom of my heart. <laughs> yeah, you can tell he truly meant it, guys. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Um, of course, guys. I'm Invader, and you guys can follow me on thank my you. YouTube channel, Invader Gaming. It's a heroin talking. <laughs> you know, dude, he's gonna go to work and someone's gonna walk up to him and be like, I heard you're on heroin. <laughs> you're that guy selling vacuums door to door, Jeremy. Just say it. You know what? To be honest, because I look like that tired sloth, it kind of does look like I'm on heroin, to be honest. <laughs> Never thought of it that way, but yeah. Uh heroin in one hand, uh Rogaine in the other, right? <laughs> <laughs> So <laughs> much for that monetization. No. Oh boy. But yeah, guys, you can find me on my YouTube channel, Invader Gaming, and of course Twitter at Invader underscore one nine eight six. And you know what? We already can't wait for next week when we can talk about all the game announcements and everything else. Uh we hope to see you there next week and uh have a good night, everyone. Later. <laughs>